Welcome to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to platinum sponsor Podium, titanium sponsor Mechanic Desk and diamond sponsor Ventivid. Whispering Loudly is the Workshop Whisperer podcast. I'm producer Mel with Rachel Evans today. And we really encourage you to go back um, a couple of episodes and wherever you see JFDI in your Apple or wherever you listen, podcast app title, have a look at those episodes. They're pretty cool and they'll encourage you to take massive action, Rachel. That's why you started them, wasn't it? Absolutely. They're a little bit of a rant mill. Uh <laughs> You know, where I see the same things come up over and over again. So in a JFDI, uh, we highlight something in particular each episode. And I really just step you through in a very direct way what your problem might be and how to get over it. Yeah, and it's a really good idea to have a listen because taking massive action within your business will move it forward. So that's what Rachel is here to do. Learn tips and strategies from the comfort of your lounge room to make your auto repair shop hum in Workshop Whispers. Yes, today is a Workshop Whispers episode where you tell us what you want to hear. Alex is in Phillip Island and he says, my shop's always full. Well, that's a good sign. He says, the only problem is I say yes to everything because I want to have a successful business, but we're working back late every night and I'm just exhausted and don't know what to do about it. Can you help me, Rachel? Well, yes, we can. That's what I know about that. Um, (laughs) Some of your clients are moving towards a four-day week, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, lots of our clients are, are implementing a, uh, a version of the four-day work week. There's a couple of different versions. But before you can do that, you've got to solve your issues at hand. Yes. Um, you've got to look at if you've got a productivity and efficiency problem. But where the problem is that you can't say no, you're saying yes to everything, which means you're saying yes to people's emergencies even when taking that job creates an emergency for you because yeah. you never had the time to do the job in the first place. Mm. And not and only- it creates an emergency on a Friday at five o'clock when you really need a beer and you can't have one. That's true, Mel. Or you <laughs> maybe were supposed to go and pick the kids up from yeah. school or, you know, um, but it's not just you because when you can't say no, the people that you're impacting the most is actually your team because you don't physically, when you've got a team, you don't physically work on every job. So when you keep squeezing jobs into the day because you can't say no, because you don't like saying no, you don't like that uncomfortable feeling of letting somebody down. And I'm sure cars are so important. When people call and they have a problem and they're impassioned, Mm -hmm. it's probably really hard to be able to say no. Which is why, um, you know, as soon as the business can be in a position to do it, the owner shouldn't be answering the phone and uh, because their heartstrings will be pulled by, you know, customers that have been loyal for a long time. And it's not that you won't do the work, but what you need to say no to is accepting the vehicle right then and there when you've already got a fully booked day. What you need to be saying is, yes, we can take the car. However, we are completely booked until Friday. It might be Monday. It might be the Thursday of the week before. We won't be able to have a look until Friday because we are fully booked already. Are you okay with that? Instead of saying, yep, drop it down, we'll take a look, knowing full well you are not going to get to that car. (laughs) And then the customer with the emergency starts calling, what's going on with my car? Oh, well, I haven't even looked at it yet. But you said you'd have a look. Yeah, but we're fully booked. It's 
it can be really simple, as simple as just adding a few extra words into the conversation. The other issue is it's not just on the phone. It's when the tow truck drops a car off and then you've got this car, you know, is expecting, uh, the owner's expecting it to be fixed. Again, you've got to say, um, you know, we're fully booked until blah, blah, blah. Um, Are you okay with that? And they say, no, I need it back on the road tomorrow. You need to say, well, can you please organise the tow truck to come back? I'm sorry, I can't get to it. So is that commonplace for for customers to send a car to their mechanic without authorising first if there's a spot to fix it? Absolutely. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, 100%. So especially if something happens on the weekend, you know, you might call your tow truck and say, take it round to the such and such uh, workshop and it might sit outside on the road or something like that and then you might speak to the mechanic Monday morning and I guarantee you that the owner is going to feel obliged to fit that car in that day. But again, if you are already booked out and, you know, of course there's a balance between offering great customer service to a loyal customer and being able to ensure that the workshop is not under too much stress. Yeah. Because one of the effects of there being too many cars, and I I feel like a, a cracked record when I say this, is that your gross profit will go down. Uh, in any day where you've got too many cars, your gross profit will go down because you do not have the time to complete upsell work on each job. So um, So you just want to get it done as quick as possible. You're not going to offer the upsell because everyone's stressed out and they're going as fast as they can. That's right. Your goal becomes get the car back instead of maximise our average repair order. Mm. So learning to say no is a skill and it's it's like a muscle. You've got to keep practising. You've got to keep working the muscle. And uh, eventually, yes, you might lose a customer or two. However, that is far better than continually pushing your team to the max every day, them burning out, you burning out, and your workshop just being in chaos. Yeah, you might even end up with a few letters of resignation if it gets too much. That's right. Join our free Facebook group, Your Profitable Auto Repair Shop, and join in on the conversation with auto repair shop owners just like you globally. Joey is in the Sunshine Coast, beautiful part of the world, and he says, we seem to be getting known for working on European cars. I'm really passionate about them. Should we exclusively deal in European cars? Okay, well, that's a pretty good question. And um, the answer is... It depends, Joey. So <laughs> what we want to have a look at... Nothing's ever simple. <laughs> what we want to have a look at here is, um, is there a, a big enough market in your local area? Because, you know, Sunshine Coast is obviously a very large geographical area. But in the area where your shop is, do you think that there's a market there for you to How just How could you go tell if there was... So you might be able to get some data from your okay. local uh, or your state association. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. With the uh, Australian Automotive Aftermarket Association or perhaps MTA in New Zealand about, you know, types of cars in your area. If they gather that kind of data, Facebook is a good way. If you know how to create some audiences on Facebook and have a look at that by uh, model of car or make of car in your local area, um, have a look and see how many European dealerships there are in your local area. If you've got some European dealerships, then you're going to have some people hanging out in the aftermarket looking 100%. for a repairer. So that's the first thing. Is uh, there enough of a market for you to, um, you know, achieve the results that you want to purely on those vehicles? And, you know, what percentage at the moment of that European work is that of your total turnover? So, you know, if at the moment it's only like five or 10% 
And um, you know, even though you're passionate about it, it's probably yeah, not enough, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, we could certainly work to grow it mm. over a couple of years, but I wouldn't go exclusive on five to ten percent of your revenue. And also look at what your other customers driving other makes and models. What's the profit margins, generally speaking, on you know when you're doing general service work for them as opposed to your European service work? So we need to have a look at where profit is made most in the business, and if it is on the European side, and you know you kind of half and half you don't have to ring all of your your customers that don't drive a european vehicle and say sorry we're not servicing you anymore you just go after more customers of your european Mm -hmm. and how do you know you know how to find more of them well you go back to the really simple things that we teach in auto superstars academy which is our uh, eight-week online program and those things are you know around uh looking at the demographics of where the european customers are coming from so which suburbs are they double income homes do they have kids Um, how long do they traditionally hold on to their cars for we gather all of that information and then you can create uh, marketing messages that will talk to more of those kinds of people of course people hang out in layers so if you've got a couple who's you know got at least one european vehicle in their household they're likely hanging out with other people who have a european vehicle in their household like so, attracts like yeah that's yep. right and uh so we can you know come up with little referral incentives or just ask your customers for a review or to check in on facebook when they get to the workshop so that appears in their friend's face Facebook feeds and things like that. So the first uh, bit of work you've got to do there, Joey, is work out if the local market can sustain you doing European wholly and solely. And then what percentage of your business at the moment is just in European? Do you need to grow it some more uh, in order for it to be your full focus? And then where can you find more customers like the ones that are coming to you already that are really happy with your work? Definitely a cool idea though, because it is a distinguishing feature of your business. So well done, Joey. And we hope you have every success. We'll see you next week here at whispering loudly and thank you so much for your time make sure you rate and review us wherever you listen want to find out how the workshop whisperer team can put your auto repair shop on the path to business success head to www.workshopwhisperer.com slash whispering loudly to claim your free workshop success session with the team thanks for listening to whispering loudly the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast as featured by apple with rachel evans the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket